0: Welcome to the bourbon boys. I am by myself this week and I'm going to do something. I hope to become a regular occurrence, a companion podcast with the uh, show barrel hunters, LFG's barrel hunters. Uh, I don't know if they want me to do this, but I'm going to do it. And if they tell me to stop then I'll stop. But this is going to be the first uh, we did the one right after the first recording with the whole group. So I prefer to do it with a whole group, but couldn't really do that this time being home for the holidays. I had to get out right after recording, leave the, uh, so what I want these to be when I'm riding solo is sort of a behind the scenes, so to speak, we'll talk about the whiskey. Um, cause that's, as you know, what I'm about anyway. Um, all the shenanigans with uh, the LFG guys, they uh, they got their own thing, and I've got my thing. I'm about the whiskey. They're about the shenanigans. I do enjoy the good shenanigans. I'm not going to say uh, I don't enjoy that. It's fun. They're a good group of guys. I will say that, most of them. I, I haven't met. The ones that I've met from LFG that have been the taping so far, really solid guys. Um Probably like to party a little more than me. I'm a, I'm a little old. My, my party days are over. When I used to go to uh, Four Street Live for those who live in Louisville on every weekend and get just hammered on vodka and sprites from the bartenders that I knew that would give them to me like triples for singles. So, but that's beside the point. Uh, so yeah, I just want to give sort of a breakdown of the episode from my point of view um and these singles when I'm by myself and then I'll uh give a little review of this whiskey and I thought it was a good sort of a good time to do this because I'm gonna release the second episode of the uh Pit Cabinet tomorrow and it's pretty much all Bourbon thirty stuff. And this next episode of the show is filmed at Bourbon thirty, which so some of this might be overlapping information. I don't remember what I shared on the last episode for those who know me and listen to the podcast know that I don't edit and I don't really listen to them after I put them up. So uh it's just a thing. It's sort of like people who so I'm not calling myself an actor by any means, but it's sort of like you hear a lot of actors. They don't watch their movies or their TV shows after they film them. They just do them. And then it's, it's out there. That's what I do. It's, it's sort of like a journal for me most people journal write it down uh, for their own cathartic purposes for me it's podcasting and that's why I do a lot of these alone anyway so tonight we're just gonna go through like I've said multiple times already in the first three minutes of this podcast I'm gonna go through just sort of give a breakdown of what happened during the day um, <clears throat> and then you know we'll talk about the whiskey I'm not gonna give away pertinent show points because I don't want to do that. This will be more like behind the scenes and, uh, stuff like that. So, I mean, day started, uh, I was there at seven o'clock, uh, AM and the day started with Jeff walking out with a hundred and forty-five proof light whiskey and handing it to us. Like, let's try this. (laughs) That's, that's how you start your day at 8 AM or 7 AM on a work on a shoot day at bourbon 30 shooting this, this pack uh, this show. So that just gives you a little idea of, uh, of what happens. Uh, <laughs> this is not like s- uh, starlight at all. Starlight. We got, I got there probably around eight or nine. I can't remember nine. I think um, it definitely did not have Christian walking out, handing me uh, a glass full of whiskey. Although that wouldn't have been the first time he's done it. So <clears throat> basically show up at at nine or show up at seven we screw around for a little bit shoot a little video outside a little b-roll stuff um and then comes uh starting of the day interviews so they go through and interview the main cast members the people that are gonna be main subjects on the show myself ryan uh uh, I think Justine and Todd and Derek and probably Brad. I don't know if they interviewed anybody else, but those have like so far been the main characters, uh, Justina for her, uh, her, her peach or our pair, her pair, Brandy and <laughs> Derek and Todd just for their, their general jolliness and, and, uh, good guys. Those both good, really good guys and both really, really funny. And, uh, They just like to have a good time. So yeah, that's how the day starts. And then we get into shooting of, uh, the scenes with, uh, Jeff and Trish just introducing them and all that jazz and sort of Ryan introducing what we're going to be doing for the day. Uh, as far as, you know, filming when they're talking about what the day is going to entail. So generally speaking, I have a process. I may have mentioned this in the other podcast that's coming out tomorrow, the uh, Pick Cabinet. When I go to Bourbon 30, and I think I may have gone over this in the show as well. Ever since I started going there with Ed, I've sort of figured out well, the first time I went there, I got blasted because I didn't know this is what you got this is just you have to do this if you're going to if you're going to bourbon 30 there's a process you need to follow if you want to get something worth anything you need a bunch of guys to go taste the barrels and tell you what is good and what isn't then they bring you back a, you know a handful of barrels 10 15 you could taste a little bit of them and and try it and see what you think about it and then ultimately you take three or four barrels depending on the size of the blend and put those three together in different proportions to figure out what's actually going to work and what's going to complement each other to get the amount of bottles you need. So in this case, I didn't really have that because, uh, the people that I normally would have had do that were the guys that were there, the LFG guys, and they were all more, they were all worried about See, when it comes to shoot days, it becomes sort of like a group of us doing the show and then another group of them partying and having a good time. Completely fine. That's how they roll. Works for me. I don't care. Doesn't bother me one bit. But that's how it is. So we've got the guys and girls. They're doing most of the shooting and most of the uh, the acting in the show or acting. the <laughs> Just shooting. There's not really any acting. It's It is reality um <clears throat> for the most part i mean there's obviously directed they want to get our perspective on a certain thing in the right tense you can't do past tense stuff or present tense shots uh when you're talking about other past stuff and present stuff you know you get us it uh so yeah and so since i didn't have that and it was basically all day filming these shots of different barrels and getting these, uh, perspectives from Jeff and Trish and Ryan. So I did my best throughout the day to basically just, uh, hover around the barrel barrel house and sniff bunks. Sounds weird, but what you got to do when you go to bourbon 30 is you have to get your nose in the hole, <laughs> in the bung hole. You got to smell it. Because nine times out of 10, if it don't smell good, it isn't going to be good. So the nose has got to be at least uh, decent for me to even think about pulling samples. And for this one, I really wanted to stay away from light whiskey. So I didn't really smell a whole lot. I did uh, taste a little bit of light whiskey just because I don't mind light whiskey. There's a lot of people out there that don't like it at all. And they think the only thing Bourbon 30 does is light whiskey. That's not true. And speaking of that, I referenced Bourbon 30 before in a past show and said crud. I may have mentioned this on the pit cabinet uh, as well, but I said crud. I shouldn't have said crud when it came to Bourbon 30. That was my fault. Uh, I should have said funk because that's what I refer to it as is a funk because Bourbon 30 has a funk when Jeff adds his staves. He's got a certain set of staves, and they add a certain flavor profile. It just is. It's a form of rapid aging, and people put it down. There's a lot of people that do it. It just, that's what he does. You either like it or you don't like it. That's fine. You don't have to like it. You don't have to like the whiskey. That's not the point. The point is, everybody has their own thing. Some people love it. Some people hate it. It's an experience when you go to Bourbon 30. For good or bad. So, back to the show. So, while they're doing uh, their shoots or uh, setting up the next shot, I'm smelling bungs. And I pulled a few samples of whiskey and tried a couple things. Just so I knew, you know, the general uh, direction I wanted to go in for the day when it came to (laughs) blending. Because I knew eventually we were going to have to do a blend. Regardless of everything else, this show is centered around whiskey so we have to get a blend done today and they wanted to get the blend done the bottling the blending the the they wanted to get the, the actual combination of taking the whiskey out of the barrel combining it together in the right portions and then uh actually taking it out of the barrel and blending it and then putting it in bottles and waxing it all done in one day which In a normal situation, absolutely doable. If you've got a small group and you're just going to do a few barrels, a few bottles, you can do it in hours. No problem. When you're doing 150, 200 bottles and you've got a group that size, it's almost next to impossible to do it all in one day. You can get the blend done if you want them to do the barreling or the blending, the ultimate, you know, putting all of it together for the large blend and then bottling. So I started raising concerns around the middle of the day that we weren't going to get it done totally that day, but they wanted to get it done. So we pushed it pretty late in the night. Anyway, that's, I'm going off in tangents just because that's how my brain works. But, you know, I'm smelling the bungs and trying to get my idea of what I wanted. And this time, Jeff and Trisha actually did something that was incredibly helpful from the last time I was there and is... Supposedly just started a few weeks ago and they actually color coded the barrels. So you knew what was high rye bourbon. You knew what was a uh, weeded bourbon. You knew what was rye whiskey and you knew what was light whiskey. So that was incredibly helpful in finding out what I wanted because I was looking for high rye bourbon, potentially rye whiskey. And that was pretty much it. I'm not a big weedy guy. Now, we started getting into it. <clears throat> we started tasting barrels where I did while everything else was going on. Everybody kept making fun of me. You're getting a head start. I was like, no, I know somebody's gonna have to eventually do a blend in this bitch for the show to for the end of the show. So it's that's just how I am, man. When I get around barrels, it's it's it just something in me triggers, especially when I'm in bourbon thirty where I have to like I get task oriented when it comes to that stuff. It's pretty crazy. Cause in normal life, I am not a tax oriented person. I am all over the place and I don't want to do anything pretty much. So progresses. Uh, I'm not going to give you show points, but basically it's, it turns into a competition and two groups are making uh, two different blends. And it's all about the competition between those two groups and who's going to win at the end. And we finally did a, what are we, 15 minutes. This isn't really a whole lot of behind me. We did a lot of drinking. I'm not going to lie to you. A lot of, a lot of standing around in the, uh, in the front room, uh, in the tasting room, I guess you would call it at bourbon 30, which is the first, the front room and we did a lot of that, just hanging out and uh, trying a lot of the blends that uh, people have come in and done. He had them all lined up in the bottles. We're almost, mostly open, and Trish and, and uh, Jeff are really good about just if you want to try something, just open the bottle and you know leave it and drink it and try it. Lot of lot of light whiskey blends, and I could tell when I taste light whiskey, I know it, I got it, I know what it is. And that's fine. It's not, or nothing wrong with it. Like I've said already, it's just, it's just not something I can drink all the time. It's not something I can sit down with a bottle and have two or three drinks of it because it's so sweet and so caramel. It's, it's delicious pour, but it's just, it's, I don't know. Anyway, so filming is fun. I like it. I'm not going to lie. I enjoy direction. When it comes to being filmed and I enjoy, you know, getting it right when they want to get a certain reaction, they want to get uh, a certain. Uh, there's no script, so it's all reality, but they still want to get a certain reaction from you. they want to get something to move the plot along. So if they want you to say it, say what you're saying, but say it in this way versus that way so you can move the plot along you get your right they want you to get it right for the shot it's really fun i i'm not going to lie and swear i've made a cent off this show and probably never will if it gets picked up amazing if it doesn't get picked up it was fun while it lasted that's i've caught a lot of a lot of flack for it so far from a lot of people and i'll be honest with you <clears throat> If somebody had said that to me when I started and thought that this many people that I really respected would have uh, thoroughly disliked me because I did this silly show. I don't know if I would have done it, but I'm glad I did it and are doing it because it is really fun. And what I've come to realize is the people that are my friends are my friends and they will always be my friends. And there's a reason why that is. Because they accept me and they know that anything I do, well, not anything. I mean, I'm not perfect, but most things I do are not malicious. And I'm not doing it to hurt anybody and I'm not doing it to be a dick most of the time. I'm honest. And if you ask me a question, I'll tell you the truth. And people don't believe that sometimes. They don't believe you're telling them the truth. They don't want to believe that you're being honest with them and telling them really why you decided to do what you're doing for whatever reason. And I decided to do this show because it sounded like fun. I'm not a big part of LFG. I never have been. Brian and I have had our issues, but you know what? We've 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 buried that and we've come to a, a, a We've come to a, I don't want to say agreement, but we've come to a, damn it, I can't think of the word I'm looking for. We've gotten to a place where we can can understand each other. Let's put it that way. And uh, I don't particularly love all the wax and all that jazz, but you know what? I'm older, and I at this point in my life it's like i don't I don't really feel like fighting with people anymore except for a very rare occasion so anyway, show I keep going off on tangents if you listen to this podcast, it's probably nothing that unusual for you Uh, so the main group I mean we shot from i think it was seven to seven or eight, so twelve thirteen hours long day. Uh, and I'm not used to being on video, but people that aren't used to being on video and just aren't very good at it tend to need more direction and need more uh takes. Uh, some people come into it and they don't they don't really follow what the director is telling them when they tell them to do something or tell them to you let somebody else you know come into a scene let x start off the scene you come in with your opinion after that or let x taste the whiskey and then you come in behind him and do this there's just some people that aren't very good at taking that direction (laughs) and uh alcohol may play a part in that i'm not saying it does or doesn't but it's possible so we did seven to seven we did uh a little shooting outside with some bottle chugs from them I did no bottle chugs luckily uh, i'm not uh, I'm not trying to get corona from doing bottle chugs uh did do a bottle chug out of a, a lot b that was on live It did lots of lives a lot of facebook lives. every time you turn around somebody's got their camera up doing a facebook live, which is fine, I'm not say anything bad about it uh <clears throat> so yeah, that was fun lot b twenty twenty I did a chug from that. But I did wipe the bottle off. Let it be known. Uh. What can I share? I just don't want to give a lot away about the actual plot of the show. And where it goes. But it is a pretty fun competition show it turned into being. I'm interested to see what happens the next one. If that's going to carry over and like be a theme. Because the first one was sort of just. Uh. All willy nilly and not as much of an actual theme that was thought out before the show. It was just sort of whatever happened. It was happened, it's sort of LFG, get to know you stuff. So maybe competition will be the, where it goes from here. Who picks the best barrel? But I don't mean, know how many, how do you pick that? I mean, then you're picking multiple barrels. I don't know. Anyway, let's talk about the whiskey. We ended up with a four barrel blend three high rye mgps and one weeded bourbon mgp so i'm gonna do a little review nose oak granted this is my blend so i'm gonna be a little i don't know if you if if i'll be harsher on it than i would normal people's stuff or normal people's other people's stuff or if i'll be nicer i don't know Get a little alcohol, but not much. little barrel tannins. A lot of high rye. Definitely get the rye in the nose. Get a little fruit, but ultimately no youth, which is what I was looking for. front of the palate you get with you get it with a little rye mid palates very sweet finish is lingering it's very oily most things at Jess place are very oily because of the staves that are added it's got a nice lingering finish it's not as fruity as i tend to like it's more of a rye which is a high rye bourbon, which makes sense. <clears throat> I'll say it's not the best thing I've ever made there, but I know when you're coming from old Baldy and baldy one and baldy two and bald monk and all that stuff, this is different because there is no light whiskey in it. And all those had light whiskey, a couple of them light whiskey aged rum barrels. So, This is more of a traditional high rye bourbon type of feel. Very dark for the age of the whiskey. Amber. That's a nice pour, man. If I do say so myself. Hmm. get a little bit of bourbon 30 funk there was a front barrel of high rye that was there that I think he had a lot of staves in the two that I got from the back didn't have many staves in at all I was trying to stay away from that but we needed mid-palate heat we needed mid-palate a little twist in the mid-palate and I wasn't getting it from the other two so we added that we got a little twist and we got a little finish and I think it's turned it's turned out very nice pretty proud of this one. Like I said, not the best, but I think it's pretty good. All right. 25 minutes. I meant for this to be like 10 or 15. I rambled enough. Hopefully you all, uh, got a little information and can watch the show eventually when it comes out, hopefully in a week or two after they get done editing it and maybe watch, listen to it again, listen to this podcast again after you watch it. So until next time, enjoy your pores and enjoy your family.